0: Welcome back, everybody, to the In The Dome podcast. Alright, the pen's 2-0. The what? The pen is 2-0.
1: I told you! The pen flip is 2-0, everybody. The actual, legit pen flip is 2-0. Because we did it a second time because apparently there was some accusations of pen interference. I thought you were
0: tampering the first time because I didn't tamper. Because I thought I remembered the first time. You
1: just got to let it happen, man. I
0: called it, but then the second time I felt like I should call it again. The but pen knows all. You just, just got to go with it.
1: So this is creepy that we've had two pen flips accurately predict the game. I kind of felt like last time was going to be in a, one of those OT losses. It was like.
0: <clears throat> By the way, if you're wondering why we're flipping pens, oh, yeah. It's because. Who do you know? What team's going to show
1: up? We have no idea. So we came up with this idea. Did we do it and on the podcast or was just, just live? Just because
0: we've seen two performances back to back in a row that were pretty great, you know, I'm still not. I'm still not falling for it.
1: I kind of am. Maybe this I might like, be
0: falling for it. This team is like what? Well, it's like one of those. It's like a bad relationship.
1: It is, it's dude. Like,
0: it's always been like that. It's like, always been like you're that. You're like dating some sort of abuser. It's always been like that. I mean, it's harder for me to imagine being a man than being a woman. But say I was a woman dating a man, I was getting a shit beat out of me. Oh, I promise we'll be better. Well, it's the- <laughs> next game we're gonna come out harder. I, I promise. Ne- next game we're gonna get. You know what I mean? The 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 effort's gonna be there.
1: And it, maybe it maybe it isn't for like five games in and a row. I just keep falling
0: for it. <laughs> Where I'm at the point now, Dude, I'm, like, I'm just like, fuck you guys. You're just realizing I'm this? I'm just like,
1: fuck you guys. This is the most toxic relationship ever. I'm never, this is like I'm never
0: believing in you. 20 years of this shit. I'm never believing in
1: you again. <laughs> Watch like next week. But, <laughs> but, I'm back into the, it's bad. I'm in this, I'm in the part of the toxic relationship cycle where I'm like, I love you guys again. You know? You're, you're falling, you're falling. Two, good games. You're head over heels again, eh? Two good games that I head over over heels over here. The thing is, is like,
0: and we'll get into it, but I kind of have to agree with you because last night is one of those games we've talked about this this year. This is a that's a loss that I have z- like zero problem. No problem. With. Well, I mean problem because it was like, well, shit, you should have won. But but the, but the thing is, through an 80 ga- 82 game season, you're gonna get fucked sometimes. Yeah. And you, <laughs> last night you just got fucked.
1: Well, and I was gonna say like. Last night is a, a Hockey God special remembering what happened in the, Na- in the previous Nashville game in Nashville where we pretty much didn't even deserve to be in the same rink and we still managed to win.
0: Plus, what is it with games in Nashville? Unbelievable. Like the past two, three seasons, every single game there is like some sort of wild and crazy event.
1: Somebody brought this up yesterday. We need to see a Calgary-Nashville seven-game playoff series. Ooh. Just because of like all the shit that seems to go down in Nashville... I want to go to Nashville. We need it to happen. It's true. That would be epic. Eh? I, I, I don't. I guess it could theoretically happen this year in the first round if the Flames go on an absolute tear and win the Pacific Division and the Predators finish in like the second wild or the first or second wild card spot or something. Maybe, but that's what we need to see. Okay. Well, let's start right there. Where are you? How are you?
0: Where are you at with this team right now? Because. They've been so yo-yo, so hit or miss, so Jekyll and Hyde all season long. Although since the All-Star break, they've slowly started to to get their game going a bit. You've seen yeah. Johnny and Monty's game starting to turn it around to a certain extent, although they weren't great last night. But as a whole, and then you look at that 3M line, the Whoa. way they're playing right now. Oh, But you just beat Boston, the best team in the league currently. Yeah. Even Tampa's on a skid right now, so you gotta say Boston is the best team in the league. Nashville, I bet you, is probably one of the better teams in the league currently.
1: Well, I think Nashville yeah, Nashville is a team that's similar to us in that they've underachieved, but they're still very good. I don't see them missing the playoffs. No chance. No chance.
0: That's a playoff team that is getting hot at the right time. Yeah. And we pretty much kicked their ass. If you look at it, like, you post the deserve win-a-meter. Oh, yeah, we crushed them On Instagram after the games. Absolutely crushed them. Crushed and, him. It, and a big part of it is that 3M line is
1: fucking unbelievable. Dude, they're unbelievable. So how many goals did they have last night? Backlund scored. Backlund scored. Kachuk scored. What the fuck? They all three of them scored. All three of them scored goals. Yeah. They played against the top line. They played against the top pairing. Like, Michael Backlund made Roman Yossi and Ryan Ellis, who are the probably the best defensive pairing in the league. Made them his bitch. And they scored three goals, and their course percentage was, like, over 70%. It was, like, a goddamn clinic last night.
0: Michael Backlund is literally possessed right now. Like, seriously. He's possessed. Like, that goal? Like, he's possessed by whatever
1: a good version of Satan is. You
0: always hear these stories of, like, on the country roads and whatever, back in, like, 1960, a guy that sold a soul to the devil. (laughs) What do you mean you always hear these stories? So he could be, like, some outstanding fiddler and, like, guitar player and shit. (laughs) Michael Backlund, I think, might have... We, I don't know. Dude, I'm totally happy he might, you sold his soul. He might have sold his soul. I'm cool with that. He was probably like his complete epic, bottomed out. And he's just like, I don't know what to do. I'm going to walk downtown, Calgary, late at night, probably <laughs> rolling the streets, 3 a.m., looking in all the you know, darkest places, and he probably found something. <laughs> How else do you explain
1: it? Somebody did... It's, it's pretty crazy because like if you look at his... Is he, well, I don't even know if it is crazy because, like, he's been... It's like, Jeff Ward, you idiot. It took you this long to play the guy at center because all year we've kind of been wondering, like, because you've been looking at a lot of his underlying numbers, he's been dog shit for most of the year. Like, probably his worst season to date, for sure. Yeah. Like, because if you look at his past few years, he was excellent in the 15-16 season, probably should have won the Selkie Trophy. I think he was fourth in Selkie voting that year. But then ever since then, he's kind of slowly declined, and then this year he took... He, he's been really bad t- until now, and it's like, well, maybe it's because he's been playing with Cadrone Monahan on the right wing for like twenty five games. Yeah, well, you know what?
0: People have been talking about this on Twitter, and I think there's. He was a brand. He was he had a kid over the summer.
1: Yeah, he's a dad now.
0: And look, I have a two and a half year old. I've even said to you before, I'm like, I don't understand how NHL players have kids. Oh, geez. And are able to play. Can you imagine? Like the amount of the amount of sleep you don't get is fucking unbelievable. And if you have a kid with any sort of like colicky or whatever, like oh your life God. is ruined. It's like that's all that your life is. So maybe there's something to that, like and adjusting, figuring out how to adjust. Um, but then the other factor is like same thing with Monty and Johnny. It's like. At some point, you know these guys are going to balance themselves out. Yeah. If they're having like the
1: worst career of all time, then it's not going to be. They can't suck for eighty-two games. No. These are good players. Well, I mean, even if you look at Gaudreau, just to quickly switch gears for a second, even if you look at Gaudreau, he's been point per game in the last like seventeen games, and he's slow, he's still leading the team in scoring, right? Yeah. So it's not like he's been he's not been good, but it's not like he's been the worst player of all time that we need to try to make And we
0: have seen flashes of Monty and Johnny surges that we just became so accustomed to over the last five years. Yeah. In the past 15 games. The Boston game, they were great. It's not like they're... if they, Man, if
1: they could dominate like the 3M line does... Well, that's... I think Ken Wilson posted something today. He was like... Yeah. And I posted it to our Instagram. It's like, if you look at how well the 3M line's playing this season and playing against top competition, they're getting like all the defensive zone starts... Manji leads the forward group in zone in defensive zone starts. I think Chuck is like fourth. Backlund's a little farther down, but that line is like they're getting the tough, they're getting the really tough minutes, the tough matchups, and they're producing. So now is the time for the John, Johnny Man, Johnny Money line to start scoring because you're getting easy sheltered minutes, guys. You got to start taking advantage.
0: Now I'm kind of curious because even like the last few games. Lindholm goes on these stretches in the game where I'm like, "Where the fuck yeah, is this he's guy?" He was invisible fucking, last night. Fucking invisible. Yeah. But then you look at like, well, before he moved back with Monty and Johnny outside of the first couple games where they really stood out. Yeah. He was outstanding playing with Matthew Chuck. Well, you know what? Like and I Monty Pawny. So is it was he outstanding? It, I thought he was. I I mean I know he, I know he's been scoring all year. Here here's my hypothesis. I know you've been you've had something to say about that. Yeah, but.
1: I think my hypothesis is. And I think even on the backline. Backline's been great, but you look at the quality of the teammates. What's been the common denominator amongst the quote-unquote best lines this season? It's been Magic and Kachuk. Yeah. So it seems whoever's playing between those two guys has been much better. Although Backlund comes... And although Backlund has been like, he's he, elevated big he did, time lately.
0: He's stunk there for yeah. the first quarter. He's probably the best guy on that line right now. So, oh, In totally. the past five
1: games. Yeah, for sure. But and I, that's no... And that's... <laughs> With Chucky and Manch playing outstanding as well. Exactly. Sorry for the coughing. I'm a little sick. But I think if you look at who like Manji, Penny, and Kachuk are driving, have been driving this team for most of the year. So I just want to like throw that out there when people are like, "Oh, Lindholm was really good between them." I I don't know. I th- I think he was fine. But if you look at those two guys, I really think those two guys are really driving the bus. I don't know where I was going with that, but so like, but the- I know I agree. Like Lindholm needs to get his. Get his shit together. So what to is speech. that? What does that line need to do? The Monty Johnny
0: lindholm nut line. Well they need to because do what they did
1: last year. They need to be deadly as shit five on five. Yeah. Because
0: the problem there I think part of it too is like we've talked about this in previous podcasts. There's not as much of a rush game anymore. No. And where I see it the most where it just frustrates me to all end, is when R D get it and they start doing the D to D. And both D just stand. Stand there. They weight. just stand. They have time to move yeah, the puck up. It's really we have all these great skating defensemen that have mobility with the puck. Yet they just stand there. Yeah. As soon as that happens, I'm like, okay, we're about to turn the puck over. Yeah. Like literally.
1: It happens all the time. 98
0: t- times out of 100. Yeah. 98% of the time, as soon as we start doing that DDD stationary, you know the other team's about to get the puck.
1: Yeah. So and a lot of times shit.
0: And a lot of times they're trying to break out you know, around the other team through the neutral zone and the pass gets picked off, comes okay. right back, or they just do that stupid little chip. I hate that chip. I hate that chip
1: more than anything, personally. Which is,
0: like, a guaranteed way just to give the puck back to their team. Yeah. Whereas you have all these smooth-skating defensemen. Like, name one D-man, maybe outside of Hamannick. Dude, but, come like, on. He's
1: even great, too. Come on. That's the point of building a mobile defense, defense now, especially now that you got Gustafson. Like, look at Predators. Dude, like, come on. Their D, like their D is probably is better than ours, but it's like, very similar. Like, that, that tying goal, um,
0: not, not at the last seconds, but yeah. with five minutes <clears throat> left.
1: The 2-2 two, two goal. You
0: had both D-men rushing up the yeah. ice. Yosin, what if they would have dumped Yosin it in? Ellis.
1: Yeah, exactly. It's so frustrating.
0: It's like, come on. So, I think that's, to me, that's part of the reason why. You tell me that Linholm, Johnny, and Monty are going to excel in a dump no, and chase? exactly. It's, the, really, it's really frustrating. I think that's part of the reason why their production has slowed down, is they're not really getting near as many chances of the rush or creating rush chances like they were last year. No, not at all. And I had... Um... Although it seems like the team has... As long as the other team is changing, they'll they'll bring the puck up. But if the other team isn't, they're setting up in the neutral zone, they don't try to rush.
1: Well, it. and the other thing too, that's like really like... Okay, it's one thing if that line's not going to be deadly five on five. You got to make it work on the power play.
0: How would we... I texted you before the game, like I'm really excited to see Gus... On the power play again tonight. No power plays last night. Yeah, what the shit? What is with the officiating? And I mean, look, I'm all I'm a fan of like... I would rather them not call anything both ways than call everything both ways. Yeah, I kind of... But would. at the same time, I mean, there was a couple calls.
1: Oh, there should have been... There was, there was a, like a definite penalties. And it, it just... I don't know. I don't know. That...
0: That's, Okay, the only two penalties in the game were both Bennett, right? The first one,
1: wow, my Rish. God! The first one was an absolute. I hope I think you're in agreement, right? That it was ridiculous, weren't you? I or,
0: I think that guy embellished. Like, oh yeah, that's okay, what I mean. yeah, I yeah, were, yeah.
1: No, ridiculous in the fact that it was called. Like, he barely he reached barely around him, him,
0: and is and, and where he fell, his feet go right out from under him, like, like a he, fucking someone pulled a rug. He from under probably
1: fell, but it wasn't because of Sam Bennett. And he
0: definitely sold it as it as such. So anytime that you, was brutal. Anytime you throw your head back, like you just got gunshotted. That was brutal. Who was that? I don't even remember. But I don't know. That was goddamn but brutal. But then obviously what like Okay, and I and there's another thing too. If you're not calling anything, then don't call the Sam Bennett second penalty. Exactly. It's like what? Even though to me that is a dumb penalty. Yeah. I think the onus is on Sam Bennett, but it still kind of makes makes me angry because you, you were obviously putting the whistles away. Oh, dude. So a little brutal. fucking little jabs.
1: Brutal. I don't know. Anyways. Anyways, yeah. Like, I think all to say the 3M line has been absolutely fantastic. But I mean, I've said it a hundred times. This team's only going to go as far as Gaudreau. Really, Gaudreau is going to take them. Especially if they're getting a lot of offensive zone starts. The 3M line's taking all the tough minutes. This is a chart I reference often. It's on moneypuck.com if you want to look at it for yourself. It's just a graph showing expected goals on versus off the ice. And there have only been three consistent players in the better without them category, meaning that when they're off the ice, the expected goal rate goes up. And it remains that Monaghan, Lindholm, and Gaudreau are all still there. So that's for the whole season. That's for the whole se- whole season or yeah. per, per sixty minutes. So it's a rate stat, but for the whole season.
0: Now, can you just look at the last like maybe thirty games, or twenty um, games? Because if I
1: have a, I have I this sense elsewear. that these guys are turning They're around. They're definitely slowly. turning it around slowly, and you'll see has actually drifted. Gaudreau has improved the most. Lindholm has fallen off a little bit. Sense going back with them. Yeah, and Monahan is still kind of the same. So. Until those guys turn it around, you know, like we can't, you, you can't, ha- the, the reason they're always in that category is they're so poor defensively, but again, like they need to start outscoring. The, I have no problem, no problem with them being a bit of a liability defensively, as long as they're scoring. Yeah. So, I don't know. I, it's, it's tough to say, you know? And was it, who was it? Kent Wilson? Did he, he did an article
0: on Monty and Johnny Line and the whole flames as a whole is like turning it around right now. Yeah, this was
1: like weeks ago. I think it was Sean Tierney actually. He was okay. like, Their expected goal rates are going up, and they are. They have been. This has probably been the best February, not probably. This has been the best stretch of hockey like all year. Like they have the been. Fl- the team as a whole. The team as a whole has actually been quite good. Their expected goal differential is way higher than where it has been all season for the entire month of February. So I do think we're seeing it turn around. Yeah. But. I think, you know, there's only, like, what, 17 games left? I think 18, 17, 18. Like, it's got to turn around maybe a little faster, I think, is now the problem.
0: Well, I don't know. I don't know. Because based those last two games that we just saw, Yeah. I'd say it has turned around. If you can continue playing hockey like that,
1: I have no worries about this team. No, I don't either. If that if that 3M line is playing like that, and Gaudreau and Monaghan are slowly coming around, you have you don't have a problem. Yeah. You really don't. The
0: one adjustment, I think we have to see. you got to move Bennett back and up to 3C.
1: Oh, 100%. The, th- the third line is the weak point right now. Yeah. And it was last year, too. Like, you'll, you'll remember that. I think it was Jankowski, Bennett, I and... I mean, but this is recent because they have been pretty good. Oh, outside yeah. Outside of, like, the last five games. Lucic, again, we've said this a hundred times. That's one of our main... One of our main criticisms. of Jeff Ward is his been has been his inability to adjust. It's like, he'll try something that works... And keep trying it and think it works forever. It's like, Forcing we it. said this many, yeah, like many weeks ago. I was like, okay, Lucic is good now, but Jeff needs on the third line right now, but Jeff needs to know when it's time to pull the plug on that and when to switch it up. It's time, Jeff. He's not going to do it. It's time. He won't do it. Like, that but, line worked for a few games. It's t- the diminishing returns. Let's go. Change it up here. Like, the third line really should be, if you really want to get into it, it should be Bennett between Zarnik... And Dubé probably, but I don't think that's going to happen. But at least at the very least, Sam Bennett should be either in Lucic's spot or they should swap out Bennett and Ryan. Yeah, which is preferable? Do you think? Probably just swap him out with Lucic. Go Ryan Bennett Dubé, right? Because Dubé and Bennett do have I mean, pretty good numbers together too. I wouldn't mind seeing that. I wouldn't mind that at all.
0: Like to to me, you're absolutely completely wasting a player. Yeah. By, by burying Sam Ben on the fourth line. There's no reason for him to be on the fourth line. And you want to know why he's taking these penalties? He's trying to get himself in the game. And there's no reason you should... He's, I, trying, he's playing on the fourth line, not getting enough minutes, so he's he has to overcompensate to try and get himself in the yeah, game. Yeah, you could see him... He so he's a, little, he's a little night. more aggressive. He was battling
1: big time last night.
0: Especially, like, you said this how
1: many times. He's a guy that lives and dies with confidence. If you give that guy an inch of... If you give him an inch of confidence, he'll take a goddamn mile. He's like that kid in grade school. It's kind of like me. I suffer from this too. It's like if you give me a compliment or something, I'll be like, woo, woo woo, and I'll be the greatest, greatest guy in the entire world. So, you know, and I, I wouldn't even mind it so much if he, if there was guys who were ahead of him, right? It's kind of like this conundrum we've talked about. It's like how many, thank you. How many open positions have there been on the team this year? Like there has been a revolving door on many different occasions. And the guys who don't get chances, it's just mind-boggling. When Lucic is there, and again, I'm not shitting on Lucic, but he hasn't been very good, hasn't been very effective the last handful of games. Put Bennett there! Come on! I don't, just I don't understand how or why
0: Lucic is a permanent fixture on that third line. Like, why, why can't you bump him down exactly. and try
1: other things there, especially if that line isn't being effective? And we've said this a hundred times. Lucic could do what he's doing just as effectively, if not more so, on the fourth line. Like the
0: style of play he is playing yeah. is the absolute definition of what a fourth liner should do and contribute and break totally. to each game. I just don't get it. Especially if you're going to be rolling lines.
1: Okay, and one more line thing. What do you think about Jeff Ward's obsession with matching up the Jankowski line against other teams' top lines? Okay. I said this <laughs> yesterday on the live. It's like... It's gonna burn us. It's gonna fuck us over one of these days. I can
0: just feel it. I'm gonna call it right now. What fucks us this season will be that him doing that at some point along the line. The thing is, is like it worked against Boston. Worked a bit last night
1: against Nashville. Well, I think he first tried it in Buffalo, like maybe a month or so ago, because that's he was talking about it forever, and it actually worked okay. Jankowski matched up against the Eichel line. Yep. But I think you're playing with fire, Jeffrey. I really do. <laughs> I really think you're playing with fire, doing that consistently. Like, I don't mind it if you're at home doing it, or it, it's it's a luxury if you don't have to worry about line matches. But when you're consistently giving the Jankowski line defensive zone draws against lines like Patrice Bergeron, David Pasternak, and Brad Marchand, that kind of freaks me out a little bit, you know? Yeah. Just a little bit. So, I wouldn't well, even mind it if it wasn't so prevalent. Like, so, we'll... Keep your eye on how that progresses. And, I mean, it is is—it is a luxury. Nah, I don't know if it's a luxury. It's nice to have a fourth line that is relatively good defensively and a good possession line, but it's scary as shit when there's like three minutes left and you're playing the Boston Bruins and you see Bergeron lining up for the faceoff with Pasternak and Marchand and his wings. you're like, who's out there? Reader and Jankowski? Oh, shit. It's a, little, it's a little worrisome. So I hope that doesn't burn us like I feel like it may um so a couple more line uh, roster questions for you Where are you out with reader every
0: time i see him in the lineup
1: i don't know he doesn't really do much for me my synopsis of, my I synopsis guess.
0: of him is he's all legs no feet <laughs> sorry all legs no all hands. legs no hands baby matt all, lombardi 2.0 all legs no hands man if this guy had half the amount of hands that he has legs He'd be a thirty goal scorer. Well,
1: it's funny because like I Instead, always said he's a three goal scorer. I always post the expected goals um by players after the game on our Instagram. And he, like well, he's, this is he's why, often
0: up there. This is why I ask you because when he I He has no finish. When I watch the game, to me he's like, you always Wait. use this term the wet blanket. I it's do. like Yeah. Huh. It's kinda like when he when he gets the puck, a lot of times, even though it might be flashy like Lombardi used to be. He just dies. It's like, at the end of the day, the play is a wet blanket play. Yeah, It's kind of like, oh, too bad someone else didn't have the puck. But, like you said, he's always on the higher end of.
1: He always leads expected goals because he can't goddamn finish. It's like, who are we playing? Bennett set him up perfectly, and he rifles it through the guy's legs a few weeks ago, and it goes out the other side. Last night, he's got a breakaway. He just buries it right into Saros' chest. Like, the dude cannot shoot, he can't finish. Even if he had a if he had a million empty nets, he'd maybe score one time. So so where are you at? Because I don't I, know. I'm would be happy. I'd be fine if to he's not in the
0: lineup. I mean, I think you have better options.
1: Yeah, and, see that's and, the
0: problem. And maybe yeah, he's, he is good at penalty killing. I'll give him that. Oh sure, wow, big deal. But is that is that worth having him in the lineup when he no. leads the expected goals because he will never actually score one? Like
1: if you're saying to me, would you rather have Lucic or Reader in the lineup? I'd rather have Reader in the lineup. I mean, I think he's he's fine, but like... You would? I'd much rather have Lucic. Mm, I don't know. Luchy, especially right now, Lucic is kind of meh. I don't know. It's, it's kind of like the Bennett conversation, right? It's like, I wouldn't mind it so much if there weren't better options. If you didn't have Zarnick sitting down in Stockton scoring every goddamn game, you know? The thing is, is like, I
0: doubt we're going to see many lineup changes, down the stretch, outside of maybe that fourth line, that 12th, 13th forward interchangeable. Like, you might see... 12th, 13th, 14 15 16th right? forward. Right. You might see reader come out, Ronaldo come in. But I think outside of that, he's not going to make much change. I mean, any tinkering that he's done, he's done it over with. Have you noticed he's not tinkering as much anymore?
1: Well, I think, yeah. And I wish he would now. Like, come on. Like, he came in and fucked lines one and two up for two months.
0: Well, you got to figure out that third line. You have to. Because... They've shown that they have the ability to be effective. Yeah. So I don't. I don't. I'd love to see Bennett back there, and I think we we've seen with Bennett actually playing a few games at center. Yeah. Oh, the dude, he's guy way better. Is way better at center. His natural natural position. Let me tell you. Yeah. You grow up playing center your entire life, then you get to the NHL, and now you're on the wing.
1: He's been there for his whole like ever. Like he, when did he play his best hockey? His first year in the league. Where was he playing? Center ice. Playing a lot of minutes on the I think it was the third line or some shit. Come on! Get this guy back at center. Especially when you like you're gonna play Jankowski at center over him. Come on. Otherwise, fucking trade him. Seriously. Like he's just wasting away on the fourth line. I don't get it. I don't see like Ryan to me,
0: look, the nickname's Doctor, Swiss Army Knife. Yeah. He's a utility guy. Exactly. He's not a permanent fixture on a third line center. You have a potentially better option, most likely. Totally. And I mean you're telling me that who has a higher ceiling, Ryan or Bennett? Exactly. Derek Ryan's thirty-three years old, and and whose ceiling being higher helps does this, more. Does this team depend on exactly. to actually see success in the future and, and in the near future as well? One hundred percent correct. So, and this is, again, it's one of those personal management things.
1: Yeah. Anyways. I don't know
0: if we'll see much change there, but... So, I mean, that's one thing I want to see. Yet. And yeah. I also think we can do better than Reader. Like, maybe we can't. Oh, dude, of
1: course we can. But are why can't we kidding? see Zarnik? Like...
0: Why can't we see Quine? I don't understand how no. tell me you would, Quine wouldn't be Gordon. more... in? Quine wouldn't be more effective than Reader? How come nobody's We've seen asked... Quine. We haven't <laughs> seen... Good? We haven't seen much of Godin, so it's more of a high hypothesis. Well, but you talk about Quine, it's a proven example. We've already seen it.
1: And that's the other thing about Reader is, like, how many games has this guy played? Like he's played almost every game this year. It's unbelievable. So, and then who? Po- I think I po Oh yeah, somebody yeah, posted, posted this posted on Twitter somebody about the goals. Yeah, you sent it to me earlier. Okay, let me today. load
0: this up because I sent this to you earlier. Because,
1: yeah, I don't know, man. I just feel like if you figure those third and fourth lines out, the three M line is going like shit. Johnny Imani is trying to figure it out, and then if you figure those two other lines out, you're good to go. Like
0: Zarnick before he got injured. Was like scoring on a regular basis. Oh, he was basis. playing great. Okay, Alex Russo posted this. I don't know if he's a listener. If you are, what's up, Alex? People might recognize yeah, him I think on he Twitter.
1: He's a listener. I've seen him on Instagram.
0: Austin Zarnick, in eight, he's only played eight NHL games this year with us. I mean, he had a long term injury, but still. he ha- In eight NHL games, he has one less goal than Ronaldo, who's played 18. He has two less goals than Reeder, who's played 51. <laughs> He has four less goals than Lucic, who's played 63, been a permanent fixture on the third line. He's played eight games. Three less goals than Dubay. who's played 40. Six less goals than Bennett, who's played 47.
1: Come on, get him up here. Like, what is the hesitancy? What is the risk? I, and I don't understand why nobody's asking.
0: Like, the, the third line... Right now, looks like it might be your Achilles heel
1: unless they figure it out. I just don't understand why. And even the fourth line. Why didn't somebody ask and say, why isn't Zarnik up here? Why doesn't somebody say he scored like more goals than all these guys in less games? He's been point per game in the AHL. He's getting hat tricks every other goddamn night. Your third line's dying for some life. Come on! Get him up here! Anyways, I don't know what the reasoning is, but it's really starting to annoy me. So Okay. Did you finish that point on Kent
0: Wilson today talking about Monty or Monty and Johnny? Because um, I think to what basically what he was saying is last night if Monty and Johnny yeah, if, are more effective they got dominated than they win. Oh
1: yeah, they got crushed.
0: They got crushed. Yeah. So even if they had a fifty fifty split of a bow for Corsi Four High yeah. Danger
1: generated chance. Well, even like yeah, exactly. Even if they, they didn't create much, not on, at five on five. Um, even if they, even if they score one goal, like between the three of them last night, you win. Yeah. So I know everybody was like on Riddick. I was too. I don't, I
0: honestly didn't have much of a problem with Riddick.
1: I didn't have a problem, but it was like, okay, you probably should make one of those saves. I wasn't like, oh, it's all Riddick's fault. But it's like, he's played like in his last nine games, he's got a sub 900 save percentage. Hasn't been great, but he was playing so well. Your team's played a really good game. Make one save, guy. He was two one.
0: He was playing really
1: well. I thought he sh- he should have had the Yossi goal.
0: Yeah, but if you look, the- Yossi got that's all a, the way yeah, all the way down to right the bottom yeah, of the circle, true. and he's what? Yeah. How many? He's the best player they have. Yeah, he's the second highest scoring defenseman in the league. So he has more points for Nashville than any other player. any yeah. the forward. So I mean, I still don't even fault Riddick on that. Yeah, that's that's even tough. though he did get a piece of it. Yeah, and then come on that tying goal, like.
1: Well, and then even the overtime goal, like, that was such a fluke. It was just, like, bouncing around, like, what's he supposed to do? And that first goal and the tying
0: goal, you have four or five Calgary Flames players all within stick length of the guy all alone in the slot. Oh,
1: yeah. Yeah. Like, what are you doing? Like Gustafson had a bit of a rough night, too, last night, too. But. Yeah.
0: So, uh, that's, that's the other lineup thing I want to bring up with you is we've seen two games now with Forbert and Gustafson. I yeah. think obviously the first game they had was better than the second game they had. They did get exposed on that first goal last night. Forbert got oh, beat yeah. behind the net, which then put Gustafson in an awkward position, and he played that terribly. Like, like you said, he looked like Mike Stone out there. He did. Like, you have to make a decision. Yeah. You can't just not make a decision. He just stood there. Didn't take the guy in the slot
1: or take away the pass. You're gonna get burnt every time. I don't know what he was doing. I guess uh, I I think that that at that point we saw the the, the underlying metric of he's worse than Hannifin defensively come to be true a little we bit. We did right there. It was like oh shit. Yeah.
0: But I I from what I've seen so far, I think his offensive upside. Oh yeah. Will yeah. actually he totally he, especially
1: and, if he's playing on the third pair.
0: Especially if we're going to see him on the power play. Yeah, totally. I mean, I think that was the difference. We didn't get any power plays last yeah, night. Yeah, exactly.
1: Okay. So, do you want to break the game down kind yeah. of a little more in depth?
0: Let's just go through the goals. Okay. I mean, you want to start a well, boss? Well, we started
1: with that goal. You want to start a Boston or Nashville? Let's start with Nashville and do okay. Boston. Okay. Because let's well, end on a high note. We were down one nothing. Again, I didn't like that first goal at all.
0: No. But you come out, second period, excellent second period. Rasmussen-Anderson. Well,
1: again, like... How big of a beauty is this guy? Dude, like, such a beauty. All our Swedes are beauties. Typically Lindholm needs to pick it up. Typically, when he plays... Yeah, Lindholm needs to pick his shit up. <laughs> Typically, when
0: Rasmus Aniston-, Aniston scores goals, yeah. it's always like getting us back into a game. Have you noticed well, that? Oh, no, yeah. Like he, has no, totally. he has big-time goals. He's
1: a big-time player. And I really want to see... He... Again, like, the- this contract he signed Plus, recently is great.
0: That was a pass from Backlund? Oh, yeah. Like, I'm yeah. telling you, Backlund... I don't know where he... Goal and two assists last night. I don't night. know what he was doing at three 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 3 a.m. Three and a half weeks ago in some <laughs> weird-ass back alley of Calgary. <laughs> by his it, soul. But I just hope it doesn't damage him long-term, but
1: yeah. He did like some sort of Space Jam shit where he like sucked all Connor McDavid's life force out of him and stole his powers. Anyways, I don't know. Oh, Rasmus Anderson. That's the one part of his game that does need to improve. Um... Is his offense five on five? Because if you look at his numbers, like that's one part area where he pretty much does nothing. Just create offense, five on five. I feel like for him, it's it's a
0: confidence thing and it's a groove thing. Because like when he when he starts to get a little bit of confidence and he starts taking more risks, yeah,
1: totally. Because you know he has lot, th- a
0: lot of times he just tries to play too safe.
1: Because that's what's interesting is like when you see him do stuff like that, you know he has the instincts. You know he has the right, yeah, not brain. You know what I mean? He's got the mind for it. He knows what he's doing offensively. So just. Yeah, But that confidence. I see him Developing into that More and more Yeah totally As a player over the next few years Yeah for sure It's going to be great And then I mean The backland goal Sure when you're hot You're hot That was a lucky goal That yeah. flubber Anyways, So you got
0: a 2-1 lead Going late into the game
1: Yeah and then I mean the Yossi goal Like I don't know You've kind of talked me out Of blaming Riddick I think he still should have Maybe had Just because it went through him Well yeah It's not like, it's not like Yossi Made a world class shot And buried it top corner Went through him
0: But the, here's the thing too Is like we talked about this before the, the Preds were starting to mount a lot of pressure. Yeah, it's true. And I think what fucked us was we didn't. There wasn't a commercial break because they don't do commercial tournament. breaks after icings and and goals scored and stuff like that. And it had been like eight minutes, and they were starting to mount pressure and mount yeah. pressure and mount pressure. So, yeah, I don't know. I still don't blame Raider. I think
1: I don't, maybe, I don't blame him. It's just like, okay, sometimes you need to make that big save. But like, look how all alone those guys were. Yeah, I guess like defen- defensive defensive breakdowns, defensively breakdowns. Yeah. Because, I mean, a guy like Roman Yossi,
0: coming all out, he gets all the way down to the bottom of the circle. Yeah, that's true. And he
1: at least he got a piece of it. Well, again, the Gaudreau line, like... That was something else that was freaking me out last night with how Jeff was rolling off the lines. I kept seeing the top line for Nashville out against the Gaudreau line and Gust and Forbert. Like, a lot. Yeah. Like, what was he doing? Like, if you're going to play the matchup game, get your matchups together, Jeffrey. That scares the shit out of me.
0: Also, what do you think of Geo's? Before we get into the crazy backline goal, what do you think of Geo's first game? Back? He was fine. He was fine. Yeah, I like to see more.
1: I like is this guy like? What is he on? Is he on some sort of stem cell shit? Like this motherfucker's thirty six. He just tore his goddamn hamstring and he's fine. What is with this guy? Anyways, yeah, he was fine. Anyways, I need, like, I
0: need more from Geo.
1: Yeah, more offensively, I think. Because
0: I think defensively, the the team will follow suit. Yeah. Maybe Gustafson can get him going a bit, but I need to see more.
1: From we need more from the D. Like, you got a little bit last night from Rassus. You need more offense from the defense. And, and you need more defense from the defense, and to one, be perfectly yes. honest.
0: And one thing I'll say, say right, <laughs> I like so far with Horbert, he has good gap and he plays physical. Yeah. It's nice to see a D-man actually fucking hitting people. In our own end.
1: Yeah, it's true. who
0: else actually hits people other than Mike Stone, who always puts (laughs) himself out of position? It's true. Could you just fucking hit somebody?
1: take the guy out. Take him into the boards. Anyways, then the goal to end all goals. Oh, my God. I literally screamed. I was losing it. Like, what the fuck it got on? Like, what got into Michael Bat? Like, what? That wasn't real. He just grabs the puck. Burst through the entire team, toe-drags around. Again, Ryan Ellis and Roman Yossi, probably the two best defensemen in the entire league, pairing-wise. Just burns them. It was so sweet. Dude, that was, like, insane. (coughs) That was better than his goal against Boston. That was so great. I thought
0: we we had the game won there. So did I. What was it?
1: 30, 40 seconds left? There was only, yeah, it was 39 or 42 seconds left. But the problem is I was a little bit behind and somebody texted me like they were like, oh shit. And I was like, god damn it. Stupid Granlin. I don't even know. Like everybody's been breaking it down today. What I think happened was like it just looked like everybody thought the game was over. And it was just totally fluky. It wasn't like they just gave up. It was like, they thought the time ran out and they just kind of stopped playing for like well, a millisecond. It was like, there it was, was tw- really weird. There's
0: 12 seconds left and they rim it around. Yeah. Then there's eight seconds left. They rim it around again. You're like, how, like this game's like just, let's count down the clock here. Yeah. But then Lindholm totally <laughs> just let them all, He's just yeah, let sit there.
1: That was a bit of a head scratcher for me when when he, he put Lindholm out there. I get it for the two face up, to the two centermen, I guess. But I mean, this, the, that was the 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 faceoffs at Center Ice. No, like do you I, really need Lindholm out there over Manji Penny, really? Yeah, but I I, I, I
0: agree with you. You just chalk it up as one of
1: those like unlucky losses. Yeah, like you can break it down as much as you want, but if you look at that tying goal, it was just fucking weird. The perspective I have to keep is like they had played an excellent game. Exactly, they were point .1 seconds away from playing and winning the best game, one of the best games of the year. Yeah. And they just had like a point point one second like Geo Lindholm and Riddick pretty much, which is following up, laps.
0: which is following it up with probably their other best performance of the year against Boston. Yeah, exactly. So and right now on this road trip, you got five out of six points so far. If you,
1: again they're in a really good spot, if to have they a good road trip,
0: if they keep playing this style of
1: hockey, they're gonna they're gonna be fine. We will play second in the Pacific. They've played probably. I'm just looking at the last few games. The best game of the season still for me was that win in San Jose um, a few weeks ago. They've played probably two, three of their best single games this year in the last two weeks. San Jose, Anaheim, Boston, and last night. So you play like that, you're going to win all the time. And then the overtime goal. Okay, a few gripes in overtime. Why the fuck does Backlund not see ice in overtime? Kay. What is the deal, Jeffrey. Jeffrey, come Ser- on, seriously! You put Monahan and Gaudreau like of all the time. Like we were bitching and whining about how he didn't have Monahan out against the Blues on the power
0: play. Listen, I don't mind starting with Monahan and Gaudreau. Yeah, but they're then usually good. But then
1: would- why follow it up with Lindholm and Kachuk? Why? Like what? Lindholm's been ass all night. Lindholm and Kachuk don't even play together. I'm
0: sure he was gonna go with Backlund, Montoya, uh, Ponte. I am
1: too, but you just why wait? Why? Go for
0: it. Why wait? It's overtime. It's three on three.
1: Those and who and wait fast. Those who wait tend to lose. Those who wait pay those who wait get Fuck I can't think of There's a rhyme. Some run. sort of saying. Those who wait get Fuck, I can't do it. I'm sick. My brain's working. Get late. But yeah, back then you should have been on the goddamn ice. And then the other thing too that I kind of saw, I didn't pick up on it until somebody pointed out Did you think the tying goal there was maybe goalie interference that could have been challenged? No. There yeah, was, I don't know. There maybe. wasn't.
0: The thing is, is like You lose that challenge, now what? I guess. Now you're fucking, you go shorthanded in overtime? You
1: win it though, you win the game. It's risk-reward. I don't know.
0: When I saw the replay, I didn't see much. I didn't see much at all.
1: Anyways, like, again, like you said, I will take losses like that all day. Well, we've talked about it this season. Those are the types of games you want to lose. I'd rather lose that than a fucking 3-1, boring-ass, 20-shot, lame-ass effort against the San Jose Sharks on a Tuesday night.
0: And I actually feel fine going into Tampa. Me too. They're, I'm they're a bit on a bit of a skid right now.
1: I I feel like again, like Riddick, I'm we've kind of seen this from him. He has struggled in his last nine games, but historically he has been able to bounce back from tough games. And it wasn't like it was a tough game last night. It's like it wasn't his best performance, it wasn't his worst. But I do think I think Riddick gets the start tomorrow. I'd start with Riddick. I would too. Um, I got more
0: question marks about Talbot right now.
1: Yeah, so I'd go Riddick, and I think he he'll be fun. So we can quickly get into the Boston game because that was a hell of a game too. Yeah, let's wrap that up. Chucky scores the first goal. You could tell <laughs> right in that first period.
0: There's like he reminded me of the last time I saw him that dominant was the Halloween game against the Predators. Halloween. Halloween. Oh, when he scored the between the legs goal. Yeah, yeah, but the whole game when yeah. he had the puck, he, he knew, was into it. He was three steps ahead of everybody. He was yeah. driving play. He, he was, was finding open ice. He was a. He looked outstanding. He was Boston. a beast. Yeah, I just knew in my head, I'm like, guaranteed he's gonna top. He's gonna place top gonna the top performers. Yeah, because you know he do top performers on Instagram. Yeah. I just knew he was gonna be the top. He was great. Yeah. He was excellent. So he scores first. Marshawn tied it up, or no, we were up 2-1. Um,
1: no, Marshawn tied, tied it. Didn't they go ahead 2-1? And
0: Blue Cheech on the PP? Yeah, no. What
1: the, f- what the fuck are you doing, bud? And wh- A, why are you on the power play to begin with? B, what are you doing? Noah Hannafin kind of fucked that up, too, but what are you doing? Can Brand Marshawn, you can royally go fuck yourself, my guy. Even though I have you in fantasy, and that shorthanded point was huge. Backland? I think we said this
0: yesterday on the live. He's a he's sneakily and uh what do you call it? In, not he's a, got
1: some piss and vinegar.
0: He he's one of those sneaky pests.
1: Yeah, like sneaky. we saw it last
0: year with McDavid. It's like he can get he under. He can get skin into it, and because he, he doesn't take shit from yeah, anybody. Yeah, exactly.
1: It's kind of Lindholm has that too, but Backlund even more so. He's got that snarl. Yeah, he's he fiery. doesn't take shit. It's yeah. good. I love it. So like when Marchand was shit talking him, he fucking turned it up uh, to another level. And my God, how much skill does Backlund have when he fucking right? executes? He can skate is the thing I noticed. Yeah. Sean Monaghan with a couple of Sean Monahan goals. Like again, like that Boston that Boston game is a perfect example of what we mean by K. Okay, the three M line dominant, but if the but if when the top line can score two goals, a goal, you're gonna win more often than and not, they, ju- right? they
0: just gotta like settle in and own this fucking <laughs> This new role they're given.
1: Yeah, and, like, and, let and you the, know what?
0: Let the top line play against the other team's best lines. Yeah. And free you up. Like, come
1: on. Like, the, the goal Monahan score where Gaudreau set him up, the one-timer in the slot, that was, vintage. That was beautiful. And you know what? I was just remembering, I, I know we were shitting on them for the national game, but they did have a chance similar last night that Monty just misfired on. Yeah. But I love when Gaudreau does that. He does that little, he, he goes to the hard areas. He goes, he literally skates right into where there's like four players. Yeah. And they're all watching him. And we saw it again last night. You
0: know what? The next time I see him do it, I'll, I'll do a, a screen recording and I'll start start posting that. But when Johnny Gaudreau is entering the zone and cutting directly to the middle of the ice, you know he's playing good hockey. Yeah, And, exactly. I'll, and I'm not worried about him. No. So yeah, do Come we want? On. Should we do a coin f- or a, uh, a pen flip? A pen flip for the
1: the Lightning game, or do you want to actually just go on? Let's do. Let's save the pen flip for the live. How about? We'll do the pen if you wanna if you wanna see the pen flip in action, we'll do it on the lives. Because we've done it on the lives twice, and it's been correct both times. So
0: Okay. So yeah. Boston makes it close, three two, and then Backlund.
1: He fucking took over that. Like he was, it was an end-to-end end rush.
0: Cassie Campbell. Cassie ruined for, it. Thanks for ruining the goal. Ruining Cassie. the replay because Thanks for ruining color comments.
1: Exactly. You you want to watch the replay on a sick goal. You're the one to get jazzed up. And all I can hear is, oh man, Hannah Calgary Flames glove, that's not coming to count. This it's one's like, coming back. It's like A that's not reviewable. It's not coming back. B, like like I've never seen a puck hit somebody's glove and bounce like that. It obviously hit the dasher. It like wasn't even close. So thanks a lot, Cassie, for ruining that moment for everybody. Rick Ball is all stoked and excited. He's like, "Backlund's great goal!" And you're like, "It's coming back! It's coming back!" That Rick, that hit a Cali Flames. Claw.
0: They're upset. Watch the replay. Why are we doing it? Like, was it Selma? What's what's <laughs> Homer's? Sister-in-law's <laughs> name <and>, <laughs> <Why> is <Cassie laughs> Selma and... Patty. Why is Cassie now Selma and Patty? She is.
1: Now it's coming back. kill Anyways, that was that was probably the goal of the year. And then year, back for then, for
0: you know he wants to empty net air. That was so, so great.
1: Fucking oh, give that it to Marshawn That was great. Marshand is a great ape douchebag, I gotta say. Like, you don't really know. I don't know. Everybody talks about it. And I have him in fantasy, and I have had him in fantasy for years. We've so got got him was, in both pools. Yeah. we got him in our pool, too. So I have a soft spot for him. But God, he's just. And the other thing is too. Like I always have a soft spot for the Bruins for beating the Canucks in, in twenty eleven in the in the Stanley yeah, Cup final. You can't really hate their players. Too you bad. can't really hate them too much. But God, he really is annoying. Plus,
0: Milan Lucic disappears again against his former team.
1: Okay, we gotta get one well, thing straight. I don't about... want
0: to hurt anybody out here. These are my old, all my, These old, my old buddies. Here. Eh? <laughs> like, come on.
1: What is with Jeff Ward? You brought this up. When did you first notice this weird shit?
0: Oh, he's Which been doing it? it all season long. Like he's so weird. So like, open- I think it was Reader and fucking. Yeah, it was Reader to Edmonton. It's like he's so. It's like you know what? That's what it was. Jankowski scores back to back goals. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah he's yeah. finally coming off the shenanigans, getting his game
1: around. Healthy scratch. We need to put Reader back in because he's playing his former team. Like what is that shit? So I'm just like, this wasn't a big deal, but it's just something we. Like he starts Lucic on the opening faceoff in Boston. Not even on his line. Like why? Like if you're gonna
0: start him, why not just put his line out? It's there? It just
1: is a. It's an indicator to me of his weird player first. Not even player first, but like weird players coach bullshit. It's like Jeff, come on, guy, come on. Anyways, so Lightning tomorrow we've got these dumbass two p.m. games back to back. Fuck, I hate those. I hate those. I don't even hate them because like I like. Tomorrow, to me,
0: those games are toss ups, and they ruin the day. But at least they're playing good hockey. So we might we I don't know how accustomed Tampa Bay is to playing after games, but we if we just keep playing like we have them, we might be able to catch both teams off guard.
1: Totally. And I feel like I feel like Florida is an absolute must win, regardless of what happens tomorrow. Yep. You gotta beat the Panthers for Christ's sake. In Florida. In Florida, nobody'll be there. We could probably fly down and buy tickets for cheaper than it would be to go to the saddle dome, honestly. Right. But like, There you know, was a lot of Leafs fans in Tor- Florida last night. Did you see that? Oh, yeah. It was pretty much been the majority, right? So, like, I, I don't know. Like, you pro- like the Lightning are so goddamn good. I don't know. I don't know what to expect tomorrow. To bring this full circle where I was like, oh, yeah, I'm back in this toxic relationship. I'm, I'm not quite certain we're going to see a great game tomorrow. Because even though we have seen two, two really good games and three or four really solid games over the past few weeks... Tomorrow feels like one of those games where they could get shellacked. 2 p.m. Tampa Bay, Saturday. But aren't they just feeling it too much? I don't know. Let's like see. if
0: you're if you're on the team right now, you're just you're just feeling it. You're like you're probably itching to get out there and play again.
1: Mm, I don't know. Again, you, like who knows like, with this team? I don't know what to expect. It's true. Like you really don't. It's like funny all how- indications point that they should be good tomorrow, and they're feeling it.
0: Well, what did I say at the beginning of this? I said that <coughs> I'm not falling for
1: it. See, and I said I was. And now we're. But now we're I've switching. been talking for 45 minutes, and, and now we're switching. We're
0: switching. We're going back to our regular, our regular. States. Oh my
1: god! I'm more optimistic. Yeah,
0: you're more pessimistic.
1: It just took 45 minutes of oh talking. Oh, God. Anyways, I I don't know. I think tomorrow is a huge test. You have gotta again, like I'm was,
0: going back to my original.
1: Yeah, you should, too. Okay, I'll I'll it be the pessimist. Better. Yeah, you don't work well as a pessimist. No, I'll be, I'll be I'll be that back. back. I I think still, like, even though you have had a really good road trip thus far, you've won two of three. Which, by the way, what the hell is the problem with playing at home? Yeah, what the fuck? Like, how are we so bad at home? I don't understand that. See, that to me shows some Jeff Ward weird, like, he doesn't know how to do matchups. Like, his home ice advantage. You have the advantage, Jeffrey. Come on, take advantage. I don't think his goaltending, I don't think he always managed the goaltending he isn't very good at home either. I don't know. Home ice is a weird thing. But anyways, like, this could either be a really great road trip or still, like, like, if you lose the next two games in regulation, it's like, oh, shit. Yeah, you could re- be right back to where the team you've been for the last exactly. three Exactly. You'll be no progress made. But if even if you win one and lose the other one, I think you can say this is an See,
0: excellent road trip. But the difference for me is, like, when when we've been so yo-yo all year, <laughs> even the games we've won, you've been like,
1: dude.
0: Uh, so, but... This is this is way different. Yeah, this is different. So I just pray to God, hope to God, that this team has turned it around. I mean, the best case scenario, I've well, said it before, say it again, is that we're going to start to get hot right now. you get eighteen games, seventeen games, games, 17. So let's let's keep it going. Oh, one more thing. I want to end off with a little bit of prediction based on today. What is it? The February twenty eighth, last day of February. I think I have an inclination of how the Pacific Division... Wait, there's
1: 29 days in February this year. Shit.
0: Didn't know that. Leap year. I got an inclination of how
1: the Pacific Division is going to look... You do. ...at the end of the season. Let's hear it. Oh, yeah. You texted me this earlier. I'm going to say Vegas places first. Yep. No problems there.
0: Calgary places second. Edmonton places third. Fuck off. Which means in the first it's gonna happen. We're gonna play happen. We're gonna play the Oilers in the playoffs in the first round. I feel like we'd be better off Mm. finishing third and them second Mm. so we can start on the road. I think we'd be better (coughs) starting on the road, Mm. but I think the Calgary Flames will finish higher than the Edmonton Oilers, and I feel like Vancouver's the team that's going to drop off a bit. While
1: Markstrom being hurt, like that's I know Demko's okay, but they lost to Ottawa last night. That's, I, kind, of, that's kind of scary.
0: So I'm predicting that the Preds will take the first
1: wildcard spot, but Vancouver will hold on to the last one. Okay. Here's my prediction. The Flames win the division. What? What? That's my prediction. They're going to win this fucking division. What? They're going to do it, and they're going to do it. They're going to do it. You watch. They're going to win this division. Well, How many <clears> points <throat> back are we with Vegas? Five. You got That's Vegas. probably a really bad prediction. Vegas is playing good. Vegas, Vegas is so good. They're not going to win the division, but I'm feeling more optimistic than I have all season. I feel like the Flames really could go on a bit of a heater, and I do agree. Like... the I think I said this to you earlier today. There is no excuse for this team not to play second in the Pacific Division. Yeah, Vancouver's got their all-star goalie hurt, even though they have played out well all year. Even with Markstrom, you're a better team than Vancouver. And isn't Besser out? Yeah, he's hurt too. Although, or, no, yeah, Besser.
0: Although it's a full, he's, he's been insanely good for them so far. What a shock. It is kind of shocking. Although,
1: he's like kind of the guy that's like, if you play with talent, he's probably going to be good. Anyways.
0: I love how... When we did that post or a tweet on Twitter, like all the additions everybody's made, and then we've added Lucic. Yeah, and everybody shit on us. We're our- like, "Whoa, well, Toffoli's sucks. Who's actually made a contribution to their team? Yeah, all of these
1: guys. instantly. Toffoli's winning you games, tying games Scored up. Scored two goals, overtime in his winners. First game. Um, Edmonton. I don't know. I still am not. I don't know. It's just with Edmonton, it's just like. I don't know. I still don't have much confidence in them to, like, really hold on to a playoff spot. Do you? Like, not even... A playoff spot? A playoff spot, yes. Yeah, they're
0: going to make the playoffs,
1: dude. But, like, if Nashville and Winnipeg kick it into high gear, like, I could see the Flames overtaking them. I, I will say I have more faith that Vancouver could hold their spot than do the Oilers there. I don't know. Like, maybe it's just the hatred for the Oilers, but it's just, like, there were a lot... Like, I don't know. I just... They, Mike Smith is their goalie. You really think they can really hold it together that much? Mike Smith has been excellent. I know, but... For like 13 games what straight. What do we know about Mike Smith? He can't hold that. He can't hold that shit up. So, I don't know. I Maybe it's just like my Oilers bias, but if one team was going to fall off a goddamn cliff, and it would be par for the course for them. Can you ima- the, Can the you imagine is- how unbelievable that would be if they missed the playoffs? Oh, that would be the best thing ever. Dude, that would be surreal that'd be so that would really and you know what it wouldn't even really take that much That would same with the flames though like it's still pretty precarious we're only in the playoffs by one point yeah arizona i think they're done they're done like that's a pretty hard if they lose <laughs> one or two more in the next three four games they're done and that's the hardest thing like even if you look at point totals the hardest thing to do is leapfrog teams that's why I think the Flames are still in an okay spot, even though they really are only, what are they, one point up on Winnipeg and only three points up on Arizona. But when you have to leapfrog teams, like when teams are getting points every night, three point games, like it's so hard. I just looked like
0: Edmonton's in an interesting spot
1: right now. Yeah. McDavid went down
0: and they actually surged. The dry is like. But now that McDavid's else. been back, they're kind of flatlining. It's only been, what, two, three games though? Their next two, three games is going to be really indicative of what happens. I really don't think the others are going to fall out of the
1: playoffs, but I would really love to see it.
0: And but, I just feel like the Calgary Flames right now, we're, we're about to surge. But yeah,
1: just where I, when I'm looking at how well, not even how well, but how the Flames are starting to turn it around, they could, like, is it not out of the realm of possibility they get in a second? I'm, that's what it is predicted. And again, they should be. Vancouver. Yeah, they should be. Like, they're better than the Oilers. Even though the Oilers have been good this year, the Flames are better. Like, they are. So, hot take Flames win the division this year.